tension no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 2. Genesis chapter number 2. I'm speaking to you on the message I've titled Divine Placement. If you have been 10 years by the grace of God, God wanted us to have certain key understanding of what is intending for our life and where he's taking us to. It is very critical for you and I to be able to understand these things and to be able to live our life in accordance with what God has planned and purpose for our life so that we can fulfill God's divine will for our life. And I want to start from the book of Genesis, which is the book of beginning, so that we will understand what God has for us. When we talk of, I want to first define the keywords. In my text, which is divine placement. Somebody say divine placement. Now, when you talk of placement or definition of placement, according to the Webster Marian Webster Dictionary, it says that it's the act of putting something in a particular place to fulfill its purpose. The act of putting something in a particular place to fulfill its what purpose. So when a designer designs a building. He marks out certain areas where he can put maybe the socket, which is the switch for the light and the plugs and all those things. All the places he puts all those things are there to fit in for the purpose for which it's intended to. Do you agree with me? The manufacturer of the car fits in every part of the car into the car engine for each of them to fashion accordingly. So anytime you place something where it's supposed to be, you are fitting it within its right context to fulfill its purpose. Amen. If you have a bookshelf, you fit the bookshelf in so that you can put books into it. It is very critical to understand that. If you don't place something where it really fits in, it does not serve its purpose. It falls off. Is that okay? The next thing is that the next definition you can find about placement is the act of finding an appropriate place. Say an appropriate place. The act of finding an appropriate place for someone to live, work, or learn. The act of finding an appropriate place for someone to live, work, or learn. So when you find the right, it simply means the right environment that can help something to flourish or become. Are you getting me? So somebody, you can take your child to school and sometimes in, in certain environment, the child cannot do well. You place the child in another environment and that same child can do well. Because why? Everything that a child needs to be able to make him or her learn is doing well. It, it, you realize that when a child is in a village and a child is in a city, their advantage or proximity to um, exposure is not the same. Are you understanding me? 
So you realize that the child in the city has a lot of things at his disposal to make him become better as compared to the one in the village. So when you, but if you pick that same person from the village and bring him to the city, his brilliant level increases because he has now been exposed to better things. That is why sometimes he says that people will tell you that if you want to marry, go to the village to go and pick a woman. But the danger in it is that the lady you will meet in the village who doesn't know how to dress, doesn't know how to do her hair, and doesn't know how to polish is a dangerous beauty queen in the city. Oh, can I see an amen in the house? Tell somebody, is a dangerous beauty queen in the city. She's a very dangerous beauty queen because immediately you bring her to the city and take her to the saloon and they begin to do some makeup and work on her. If you see her again, you will not recognize that she's the same person. You might think she already know how to speak English. Immediately you get her teachers to begin to teach her and begin to speak. She's even hardcore than the city woman. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? So it is important for you to know that placement enhances somebody's life. Placement is key for people to come out to become what God intended for them. Placement is key for the progress and development of every individual. When you have the right placement, you'll be able to excel. When you have the right placement, you'll do well. When you have the right placement, you'll be able to achieve certain things that you intended to achieve in your life. And that is the critical reason why I'm sharing with you about divine placement. The third definition of placement is the act of fitting something or someone in its appropriate place to maximize productivity and profitability and to become relevant. To maximize productivity and profitability and to become relevant. So when you find yourself in your right place, you realize that you profit. You realize that you become great. You realize that your potentials and abilities come out. Amen. Let me give you an example again. When you take a good talent of a player in Ghana and you place him in any of the European leagues, are you following me? You realize that the performance levels are not the same. Somebody playing in the local league in Ghana cannot be equated to somebody playing in an European league as a Ghanaian. Because exposure to facilities to coaches, to training, to exposure, to dieting, to everything is different. That is why the top athletes, all the top athletes of the world who are Africans or they run for Africa are not based in Africa. Amen. They, they have scholarships to school in abroad or they have certain seasons by which they have to travel in to, to the States and to other Europe countries to go and train and be the best. So they are able to compete with their counterparts. If you see the Kenyans winning medals and all those things, don't think that because they are Kenyans, so that's why it is. No, they train the mountainous areas of Kenya. They also have exposure in the tracks as far as Europe is concerned. So they are able to compete and compete well. If you look at African countries, whenever they are training for any tournament or international tournament they always will have certain time or period where they will travel out and go and base in a country to to be able to acclimatize with the weather to the condition to the turf and to understand whether they can even play on this pitch or not on this pitch what type of boots they should use and all those things is very very critical because placement is key to be able to cause you to maximize productivity and become profitable and relevant as far as your life is concerned What am I heading to? It means that if you don't find your placement, you'll be useless. Simple. 
If you cannot find your placement, you'll be useless. It doesn't matter what talent you have. It doesn't matter what giftings you have. It doesn't matter what abilities you have. Your life will never add up. And the reason why I'm taking you to Genesis is that Genesis is the book of beginnings, which gives us the picture of how God created. And Genesis chapter 2 is actually when God decided to put everything in his right perspective. In other words, God was fitting in, placing everything where it's supposed to be placed. Can I hear an amen in the house? So if you don't place it where even God who created, place everything in his right place so that they can function as it ought to be. So come with me to Genesis chapter from verse 8 said then the lord god planted now god has done everything he has fixed the sun the moon the stars the galilees to be able to rotate the sun will appear at a certain time the moon will come the stars will rotate around it and all those things he fit all of them in their right place he created the vegetation the plants and everything he fits them in their right place then he came to man and he said and the lord god planted a garden eastward in eden and there he put the man whom he had formed and out of the ground the lord god made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil now a river went out of eden to water the garden and from there it parted and became four river heads the name of the first was pishon it is one which skits the whole land of havila where there is gold somebody say gold and the god of that land is good somebody say the god of that land is good bidlium and the own stones were there the name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name that the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Somebody say tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he could call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was his name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Amen. The scriptures I just read for you gives us highlight or understanding about God's dealings with man and God's placement as far as the destiny of man is concerned. Somebody say the destiny of man. Somebody say the destiny of man. So God intended this so that we will understand how everything functions or everything works. So that whenever he is doing anything with your life, you know where he's taking you or where he's carrying you. Now, if you belong to Yahweh temple or you have been in this church, then it means that you have to understand your placement as far as the church is concerned. Can I hear an amen? amen. Because if divine placement, divine is anything that proceeds from God. Divine. Anything that proceeds from God. So, if anything that proceeds from God and placement is anything of fitting in, then it means that God has intended to fit you into something. You be in International Central Gospel Church and not in Methodist or Anglican or Pentecost or, or Assemblies of God and all those. It is not by chance or it is not by choice. It is by divine placement. 
you be in Yahweh temple and you not be in open heavens or be in Cedar Mountain or be in any other assembly, it is not because you decided just to be here because you love the pastor or you look at the environment and you feel you have to fellowship here. It is because you have been divinely been fit in for a reason and for a purpose. So, you see, if you don't understand this divine placement as I'm sharing with you, abuse becomes inevitable. You will not also be able to prosper. Because anytime you don't see the relevance of why you are in a place, you will not get blessed in that place. So, after these 10 years, you need to be able to settle it in your heart. Whether you are a visitor or you are a congregation member, you have to know that I am here because God wanted me to be here. Because it is only when you know that God wanted me to be here, it is then that you begin to eat from the house and be blessed. Because you see, when there is food in the house, it is those that live in the house that eat the food. It is not a stranger. Can I give, give me a wave? So it is critical for us to establish this and to settle it once and for all. You can decide to move everywhere, but you have to know where is your home. It's critical. When you open the chicken or the hen or all those things from your coops and they go out, or the cattle or the cow or the goat for them to go and graze, and then whenever it gets to night, they come back to their home. Because that is where they belong. Whether you have built a shelter for them or you have not built a shelter for them, they will find their place. You can see a cow in the midnight grazing. Don't make a mistake. He knows where his house is. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-39-3361 Email us refismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. So, God created that everything that he created should always have a place of abode. A place where they connect to. A place where he has his source or his life. So by this scripture I've just read, I just want to give you certain relevance or significance or divine placement. Give me Jeremiah 29 verse 11 quickly and then I can move on to break down what I've shared. He said, for I know the thought that I think toward you. This is God. Says the Lord, thought of peace. And not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God has a plan for us to give us a future and a hope. Say, God has a plan for me. To give me a future and a hope. Now, this future and the hope that God has for you and I, God has tied it or wired it into your divine placement. If you cannot find your place, you cannot fulfill that which God has spoken about you. So, number one. 
The significance or the importance of divine placement, number one, is that it reveals God's perfect plan for us. Anytime we find our place, anytime we find where God really wants us to be, we will see God's perfect plan for our life. If you are struggling to find God's perfect plan for your life, check where you are standing. Because God has decided that everything he has made, he will connect them into a place. So that they can function in that place. Our eyes are in front of us. Because that is where he should function. If you take the eye from the front and put it at the back, it defeats the purpose. It cannot function. I have not seen any surgery that is done to remove the eye and put it at the back. Maybe you have to tell me, but I've not seen one. Amen. So, if you move it to the back, you have defeated the purpose of what it's supposed to be. Though it's an eye, but it will not function. And you think it is useless. The feet is pointing forward because God has a reason for it. If it is turned backward, you cannot move. Are you understanding me? It will be a disadvantage. So, that tells you that God has a reason for that. And it is in his divine place. Tell somebody I'm in my divine place. Amen. Amen. So if you find your divine place, you will know God's intended perfect plan for your life. So if you know that this is where God wants you to be, as a church, as a place, as a country, as a people, you will be able to know God's perfect plan for your life. I have shared with a lot of people, in growing up days, we all have youthful exuberance, or we all think youthfully, and you... Everybody is excited. If you are coming from this part of our world, which is Africa, everybody is always once upon a time excited to think that I have to go to Europe or be in America. Because those is when they even come back and they give you um, a t-shirt. You love it. Or when you even go to Bendham Boutique BB, BBD. Amen. When you go in there, you are looking for t-shirts that is written New York. Are, are you there with me? Or Virginia, or what? I heard of Virginia long ago before I even went to Virginia. Amen. And I used to have a t-shirt that is written, I love Virginia. <laughs> and I always want to wear it. It makes me feel good. And those days, you and I understand, when people are able to even travel abroad, you know these postcards. And, and they will take pictures, and sometimes they send us postcards, and sometimes they will be standing by the boots and making, and in the snow, they are wearing all these big things, and all that, they will say, wow, when will I be in America? And we used to write all kinds of letters. Amen. And we'll be posting it to all hotels, and asking for, they will send us pen, Marriott will send us pen, and all those things. I mean, how many of you remember? How many of you... Some of you, ask somebody, say, are you a dadaba? <laughs> and we'll be, some of them are lost. They don't know what I'm talking about. And, and we'll be writing and be posting and they'll be sending us all these things. And you are on assembly. And normally they mention their letters at assembly. And while you are in assembly and they come and they are mentioning the letters. And you have your pastor, you are the kota kota. You see the your walking checkings, you are excited. So we all used to have those dreams. I will be there. And, 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 and I remember when I was playing football, one of my aim is that I will play in a foreign league. 
And so I'm aiming at it. I can't forget this when I had scholarship. I have scholarship to attend Georgia University after I finished school. My family said, my extended family, in my mother come from Togo. My standard family came in and said, because most of them were in Germany and all those things, and they were doing well. And they said they are going to, I was so excited. I'm going to go. And all that, but it turned out to be a fiasco. I didn't forgive them. I was so bitter. Young boy. Put your hands together for the Lord. I didn't understand the whole thing. I felt my life has come to an end. I felt it was so wicked to me. Because at least with my footballing and athletics, I was a runner as well. And my athletic certificate and my football certificate, I've received my house college. When I get there, I'll receive the full one. So all that they need to do is to facilitate my going. And those days, it's not difficult. And this boy disappointed me. I can't forgive them. At the back of my head, said these people. But lo and behold, when I grew up a bit and I received Jesus as my Lord and my person and my eyes opened, then I understood that it is not God for me to be there, but it is God's divine placement for me to be here. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm painting. And I remember very well that the first time I started this ministry in the guest hotel, barely about two years, a man from Germany walked in who belongs to a very prominent church, walked in, sat and listened to me, said, no, this guy, they gave me an invitation and everything, put all my things together. I have passport there, but I've never traveled. And I was so excited. I said, fine, I'm going to travel again. I went to German embassy. After all the interviews, they said, no, you cannot go. I did an appeal. Ministry of Foreign Affairs wrote a very long letter. Attached to it, gave it to me. Put it there. They did everything. People said, oh, no. I felt disappointed. Then the Holy Spirit said, forget about it. I have given you the whole world. And when the time comes, it shall open now I understood that divine purpose and I hold on now I stand here and sometimes I have to postpone trips I call it off and people get angry I remember one time I was supposed to even travel at 2 o'clock my flight was in the evening at 5 at 2 o'clock I cancelled the trip because I didn't feel right in my spirit to travel why? because you see divine placement will give you patience If you don't understand your divine placement, you will not know God's perfect plan for your life. So it makes you to rush for everything. It makes you be what you are not. It puts unnecessary tension and stress on yourself. It makes you to to do things that you regret tomorrow. But when you understand your divine placement, where God reveals his intended purpose for your life, you have no competitor. You don't compete with anybody. You don't put unnecessary stress on yourself. When things doesn't go the way you expect, you thank God for it because you know why God did not do it. You see, Romans chapter 8 says that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his what? Purpose. For whom the Lord loves, the Lord what? He said, can you project that scripture for me quickly so that I can read it in context. And he said, and we know. Tell somebody we know. You can only know when you are in divine place. You cannot know if you are not in divine placement. Get the difference. The one that is murmuring and complaining, and the one that is patient, 
The two of them are all human beings. The two of them thinks. The two of them breathe. But the difference between the two of them is that the one that is patient in the same place of stress and the one that is murmuring and complaining, the difference between them is that one knows that this is where God has divinely placed me. And with time, I will scale through. The one that is complaining and has fought with everything and is having challenges with correction with everything is the one who does not know why in the first place he is where he is. So he said, and we know you need to have a knowledge. You need to have understanding. We know that all things work together. All things can, you see, we call these scriptures sometimes out of context. All things cannot work together for you if you are not in divine placement. Let's get it clear. For the father is a scripture for the believer does not mean automatically it works. It can only work for you when you find your place in the right place. So he said, all things, we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. There are people today when they travel out and they go abroad to the U.S., to Germany, to everywhere, there are Ghanaians, there are Africans who are succeeding. Recently, an African was awarded the best surgeon. And, and, and his exploit and everything has even been acted into a movie. An African. Not an European, an African. And both the whites and everybody stood up and were clapping for him. He won an award, a prestigious, enviable award, the highest award ever in the field of medicine. An African. The same Africa will also be there and will not do anything. He will be scrubbing and will be pushing baller and will be hiding from immigration and all those things because you have not been divinely placed. Let's get it right. People enter into jobs and within the shortest time they rise and become a shining example and things are working. They have been divinely placed in that work. Others are also in there because of necessity. What they can eat or what they can have. So they enter in there no matter what effort they put in, nothing comes out of their life. It is important for you to know that even in your career, in your marriage, in your relationship, in your business, in everything you are doing, you have to understand God's divine placement for you. For the fact that you can do something does not mean that is where God wants you to be. Are you understanding me? You have to divinely know. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. So when you love God and you are divinely placed, all things said to those who are the called according to his purpose. That purpose that talks about his will and that purpose that talks about his divine placement. According to his purpose. And if you go to the 29, he says that for whom he foreknew, who he did what? Foreknew, he also predestined. To be predestined is to be placed before time. So God has placed us before time. Ladies and gentlemen, before you were born and I was born, God already designed that you will be in Yahweh temple. You will be in his legon. If I did not manifest, you will not manifest here. So we are connected by divine connection. There is no mistake about it. If you don't get it, you will fight the anointing. If you don't get it, you'll be here and you'll never bless. But you have to know that there is a predestination. Before you were conceived and before I was conceived, God decided that I will be. And when I take my place, you will take your place. Before time began, God knew there will be a Dr. Otabel. 
he will take his place and when he takes his place I will also take my place and others will take their place so you see all this, this works in line for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be, to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn of all many brethren if you don't get these things you have complaints why you married the woman you married why you have complaints about why you married the man you married? You have complaints why you are working at the place you are working. You have complaints about why you were born. You are not born in America in the house of Obama, but you were born in 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 Fanchi for uh, 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 a village somewhere where your name is not even on the map. You have problems and think that if my mother is like this or my father is like this, I'll be better. But hear me, you, if you understand divine placement, you will know why your mother was not rich, your father was not rich, but they still born you in that place. You know why they did not born you in, 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 in any prestigious home, but they born you in Choco or born you in Nima or you were birthed in some village somewhere or whatever it is. Listen to me. You will understand why your father father didn't marry your mother and your father didn't marry your 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 mother or your mother didn't marry your father you will understand why they divorced you understand all kinds of things because you see in divine placement you settle the argument you cannot forgive a man if you don't understand divine placement period You'll be bitter towards people if you don't understand divine placement. If I never came to understand divine placement, I would have had problems with my people. But today, we are best of families. Are you understanding me? I enjoy, I'm happy. And I thank them they didn't take me. Because hear me, if I should have been in the States in that time of who I was. Oh, give me a wave. It would have been, I don't know whether I am alive by now or I was dead. So all things work together for good. Sometimes God will crisscross us and create all kinds of things. We will not understand why. It is because of his divine placement and the love he has for us. So he will cause certain things to happen to us. You see, when God loves you, he chastises you. And it is all for your good and my good for our divine placement. If you understand your divine pleasure, you understand why you didn't get something you were wishing so dearly to have and you didn't have it. If you understand divine placement, you will never complain. If you understand divine placement, you will accept things the way it's supposed to come to you. 